my name is Jordan Lewis. Welcome to the first episode of our second season for the Reevolve Media Revolution podcast, where we interview hip hop artists from across Canada and talk about their music and journey through it. This episode features Brimlow. So sometimes I like to think of people as collections of ideas, and whichever ideas that they hold closest to them become their core identities. An important thing to mention when it comes to ideas is how magnetic they can be. If someone shares a similar idea with you and you resonate with them, you naturally become closer. If someone has ideas that oppose yours, you reverse polarity and distance and tension is created. What often goes overlooked, though, is what happens when we are formulating opinions and don't have a concrete understanding of the ideas and thoughts that are thrown at us. In this instance, we're often susceptible to ideas that others have, especially when they are very confident or set into their identities. The entire planet seems to be at a moral tug of war when it comes to the ideas that make up individual identities. Understanding these concepts and knowing that they are simply human nature has shown me how terrifying the world can be, but more so how vital it is to hold on to the things that we know are good and positive and to share those ideas endlessly. What's up, everybody? I'm here with Riley. He goes by Brimlow. He's born in Toronto, currently residing in Surrey, BC. How you doing, Brimlow? What up, buddy? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, man. Just waking up, chilling. (laughs) Yeah, my guy, my guy. Uh, Let's let's dig into your um, your music here. Actually, when did you really start with music? It seems like in 2016, I've got you dropping a couple of tracks on SoundCloud. I've even got it listed at one of your first drops. You say you started at a party, and that's what kind of got you inspired. But what? uh, Let's hear it from the source. Uh, I wouldn't say that that, that's the inspiration. (laughs) Uh, I didn't start in 2016 either, but that was my first drop on, um, like, uh, like major music platforms and shit like that. I've actually been making music since I was like 13. So I've been doing it for over 10 years, technically creating recorded projects. Um, yeah, yeah. But I haven't actually been recording my vocal for that entire time. And it hasn't always been good either back in the day when I was just getting started and shit. By the way, can I curse on here? Yeah, dude, do whatever you want. No censorship at all. (laughs) Tight. Okay. Uh, you're sure about that? Oh, fuck yeah, man. (laughs) All right. Dope, dope. Um, Anyway, where was I? So at <laughs> 13 years old, you started, yeah. you weren't really recording. So when I was 13, me and my buddy, we wanted to start making uh, beats and rapping and shit. And uh, we went, we went half. We like got a bunch of money together and shit. And we went half. We bought like a, a basic setup. We started making beats and recording and shit. And uh, what, what's included in like a basic setup, just like a mic. And did you guys get a keyboard or a MIDI? Uh, we had a keyboard what we, what we got was, um, we got like a laptop, we got a mic interface and all that, just the basic stuff. I don't even remember what, um, what program we were even pro like using on, on the laptop, man. It was so long ago, but yeah, I just seemed like fruity loops or I don't know, audacity (laughs) or something, something old was garage band around then back. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that that was something that a couple people that I knew were using. It was, it was, it was cool for like basic stuff, but, um, I moved on to eventually now I'm using like logic pro, right? So yeah. Yeah. A lot of people are using like pro tools and whatnot, but no, no. Yeah. And then uh, basically from that point, just basically making, you know, easy things. I didn't, I wasn't satisfied with how they were coming out and all that. So a bunch of, she went down in my life that led me to the point of uh, just being, having a lot of stories and shit to tell. So I ended up putting a lot of music together, putting a lot of music actually out, started recording my vocal and uh, writing my story and who I am as an artist and all that kind of shit. And then uh, over the years, just getting more, <clears throat> getting more serious about that. And like, um, I think at this point I have two albums out and I have um, a few singles and I think I have three music videos, but um, I didn't actually start putting out music pro- for, for at least five years into into making music. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Anyway, that's the basic story of like in terms of me getting my hands on equipment and how I started making, actually making music and uh, what I do now. I've, I've evolved over the years to the point where what I make now is not even, doesn't even resemble the original uh, approach I was taking, but I think it's all for the better, you know. For sure. And, and I'm curious about your approach as well, just because you're talking about how uh, you collected all these stories and you just had a lot of music to write relating to these stories. I'm finding, I'm sensing a touch of like duality. Is there sort of like a character that you've created who you're kind of personifying through your music or are these all kind of like cold cut your stories? Uh, I would say that it is 100% based on my life and my experience. I think that as any artist... You know, things are told in a way that's going to be uh, readable, like receivable. And like, uh, of course, everybody's got a flex on a, on a track, man. <laughs> for sure, so, for you sure. know, it's not that, that rappers don't, uh, artists don't talk shit, but it's that like, it's all coming from real life. Yeah, I would say that. And I, I think that... A lot of people are out there writing things in the first person that aren't necessarily reflecting who they are these days. You know what I mean? And like, I don't it's have any problem with that, yeah. actually, as an artist. I think that sometimes you have to take the initiative you have to take to get the product that you want. And I can respect people that do that. But that's not I don't think that's not the way I think you could describe what I do. For sure, man. All right, all right. Well, let's kick it to actual examples. In 2017, you released a six-track project titled That Hooligan. How do you feel about that project? Because it almost seems like you had tried to remove it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> that, that's an interesting thing. And I've definitely played that project down after uh, the Soft Side album came out. And yeah. Uh, the main reason for that is that when I put out that hooligan, I was trying to like, I was trying to be loud. And I feel yeah, like, yeah. I feel like I still like those songs. I still like everything I did. But I think that the ultimate style and approach I'm taking now outshines that. So I would like to make that my headline. Do you know what I mean? Like if you yeah, go for looking sure. for my music, I would prefer that you found one of my last two albums. And I prefer that you listen through through that kind of content. But that hooligan, if you want to go back into my uh, my history, man, like I've also got the Brimlow EP and uh, I did an album before that that I don't even remember what it was called. But uh, <laughs> I would yeah. I would have to go looking back for it because it was just not worth remembering to me. You know, you just go through a lot of things as an artist that yeah. you have to do because here's the thing, like, okay, so these two questions kind of go together, right? Because of the fact that what I do is inspired by how I'm, I'm really feeling and how I'm really reacting in my life. The yeah. fact is that you go from one thing to the next. And once you get to the next, you don't want what that old expression to necessarily take away from the new experience but the old experience if someone connects to that that's good if you want to look deep enough for that like if people want to go back and find the music that I had just put out you know to like a small group of people when I was just starting to create and if you want to go back that far yeah sure I would encourage that but the um the thing is that I've just, I feel like I've toned it down a bit. Like I remember when I wrote tracks like Hoodlum and like, I I, I actually still like that track. You know, I That's actually do track, listen yeah. to that track, even just myself. Cause I think it, I think it goes hard and shit. Yeah. But the thing is that now when I approach how I, how I do what I do, it's just more sophisticated <clears throat> in my opinion. Okay. So I'd rather it people catch on to the new shit. That's fair. So essentially you had an entire, like a very viable perspective change. Was that kind of like, did, did you like consciously do that or were you, did you just become aware of it and you're like, all right, my style is completely different now? Or were you like, okay, my style has to be different. Does that make sense? Uh, More or less, was it like a conscious decision that you made to like, all right, I'm going to be, I'm going to, I'm going to be perceived from this perspective instead of what it was before, or did it just happen naturally and you had to be, be made aware of it? Um, I think that it was just, it's a conscious decision. I feel like 
um, in some ways, right? Because I'm always working on me and, and trying to be better at what I do and um, who I am and how I do it. So because of that fact, uh, yeah, it's a conscious effort to make some of the changes in my life that then get reflected into the music. But I feel like the sound of what I'm what I'm making is just a byproduct of everything so that I don't feel like I have control over the inspiration that I put into the tracks, for example. <clears throat> okay. But like once I see that evolution and the way that I'm approaching it and doing it, it's, in, it's changing in a way that I like better. Because what I'm making these days is like, <clears throat> if I had to describe it, I would say that it's a lot more um, effective in expressing how I, how I'm really experiencing shit. Do you know what I, I mean? See. Yeah, no, that's a great way to put it. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely more. It, it expresses your core identity, your true identity, a bit more. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like you said, effectively. Like when I wrote, for example, because you're going back to that hooligan, right? The EP. Yeah, we're we're all the way in 2017 right now. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and the other thing is too, I wrote and recorded that bef- way before 2017, right? That was oh, just I when I was, it, yeah. when I put it out, right? So for sure, for sure. The thing is that that's that's a few years ago, but anyway, when I wrote like I ain't shit. For example, that's what I was gonna reference that one. Yeah, for you, sure. You did a music video for it too. I did. Have you seen it? I did. Yeah, <laughs> that's tight, dude. I um, dug it, man. I, I thought it was cool that you took the artistic approach of put, putting out full-on music videos, and they're like they're high-quality videos, man. Thank you. And you got you got the dancers in couple drinks. Yeah, you got you got like a flow <laughs> to them too. It's sick, man. Especially in, in, early on in your releases. I know you're saying you you had experience releasing stuff beforehand. I just couldn't find it, but I thought mm-hmm. it was dope. But yeah, on the I ain't shit. Yeah. So like, for example, when I wrote I Ain't Shit, I was just like in a place in my life where I feel like I I felt like hopelessly angry. And like there were definitely times at that point in my life where I straight up just didn't give a fuck. And uh, bro, you say it in the lyrics. One of the ones that jumped out on me, <laughs> which is ironic that I say that is I, I just got jumped. I don't even give a shit. Yeah. Like, like, is that, is that like a real lyric? Yeah, man. Like, I think that actually, you know what? That brings me to a funny point because I just feel like that's a thing that I don't respect actually is when people who haven't experienced that violence and they want to talk about it in their music and they want to emulate that. It's it's those type of people that will speak on it inaccurately, in my opinion, and they do things and I feel like they they kind of intentionally glorify some shit that they couldn't handle and i don't really i don't really respect that if you want to talk about violence yeah, i think that it should be out of out of some kind of experience or trauma because that that's really what the music is about in my opinion is getting out that kind of shit and like i don't even talk about that as much as i could you know what i mean for sure just well, to be I, honest it might like be affecting subconsciously <laughs> who knows Oh, for sure, man. And like the way that those elements of my life have just come, come up and, and things have happened. And that's kind of what, when I wrote, I ain't shit. It's funny. You'd ask about that lyric because when I wrote that shit was so much more crazy than that in reality. Right. I don't doubt it, man. See, here I was thinking, sorry to interrupt there, by the way. I was thinking that this song was like a, a comic jab and that you were actually kind of like above it. But here you are telling me that it was actually worse than it than it claimed to be. I, at that time, just embodying things from my younger point and, okay. and, and the, the place that it had, that violence and shit had escalated in my life to the point of when I put that hooligan out was, had been way worse. Oh, I'm not I seeing that. I'm not saying that the inspiration wasn't uh, like. So what I'm saying is, I took it back to a basic example. Like I just got jumped. I don't even give a shit. You know what right. I mean? And uh, that was just a basic way to not. I mean, you can't explain the depth of something currently in your life in one bar. That was <laughs> an understatement sure, sure. in terms of how I felt in the things that me and a lot of people in my close, my close circle and shit have been a part of. Yeah. 
don't Damn. know. That's kind of fucked up. I guess that kind of comes into the music at times. And that's what I'm saying is that a lot of that reckless shit was in that hooligan. So now I'm speaking with a, a lot more of a calculated mind in my music gotcha. now. So I would rather that you pay attention to my conscious thought rather than the music saying. that I made when I was fucking angry. And, 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 and though I was in a, yeah, anyway, I'm just I, saying I that you get, you get where I'm coming from. It's kind, of, <laughs> it's kind of the same subject matter, but with more wisdom to it as well as experience in the, in the craft. Say that one more time. I was going to say it's the same like subject matter. It's coming from the same place, but with uh, with more wisdom to it in how it's uh, delivered. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm exactly right. I've gained perspective. And to be honest, like as things have escalated and uh, I've been a witness to the way that that has played out in the future of the context of what I was writing about and how I still write about that. But I write about that in a way that... <clears throat> A, I communicate what I'm actually saying a lot more effectively in terms of like my experience, but also B, like I'm not trying to glorify the wrong thing or just put out the wrong energy about a situation. Do you know what I mean? I'm trying to be a lot more positive in my life at this point. And uh, I've definitely really had to do a lot of like different things at different points in my life where I seriously consider what's going on and what the fuck I'm going to do about it. And, uh, that's definitely changed the path and the position that I'm in right now. So, uh, yeah, me, me and my route to providing positivity in the world is a big part of actually my inspiration with, with just creating anything at this point. For sure. When when you say you had to like kind of stop and think about things, uh, or it came to that point, to that I'm guessing that happened uh, more often in between that transition where you're saying you had you were coming from this angry perspective, and now you're coming from an entirely different perspective. Is that right? Yeah. So basically, um, I'm wondering what kind of like changes you had to make, or like what if there was like a main thing, or if like there was like some key things. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, which I'm sure there is. Yeah. Okay. It's, so it's peppered throughout your music for sure. And I guess that comes in 2018 where you where you put out your 14 track Welcome to the Soft Side mm-hmm, and you do mm-hmm. talk a lot about it. Yeah. From a, a completely different perspective than uh, that hooligan was. Totally. Yeah, and that and that's the thing, right? So basically, you know, there's a lot of there was a lot of different points where I had to make a lot of different decisions and and in my life. And so like some of those things have been around like getting high and like using drugs and and just whatever partying and and whatever right and then another part has been full of or smile full of smoke 40 in the bathroom elevator (laughs) it's kind of exemplified there isn't it yeah and it's just uh (laughs) it's just it's a like a lifestyle and just all the different things that go into that in terms of um i don't know if it's a common part of people and 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 normal i don't know if it's part of normal people's experience or if it's, I don't know if it is a Surrey thing or whatever, but like, I feel like being in certain situations, it's like, you have to, you have to look at it. And unfortunately, sometimes you have to analyze more than just what you're doing, but who you're with and why you're doing those things and what they're doing and how that aligns with who you can be in your potential. For sure. And so to me, the, the hardest cuts have been around people and like who I can allow around me on a, on a regular basis and just any routine, like, you know, some people will bring different energies into your life and, uh, that just attracts different things, right. That, uh, ultimately you have to make all the cuts at a point. And so that's the thing is that through my different albums actually is almost a good example of how through every stage of that evolution and, and those cuts, you see different things going into the music. So, one second. Yeah, sure, man. <clears throat> my bad. I just fucking smoked a bowl and my throat is hella dry. Oh, no worries. Dude. We're, <laughs> we're going to take a couple minutes break in a second once you finish yeah, yeah, this. It's oh, all good. But, yeah. Um, so, you can actually see in the transition between my different projects how... Um, Every every evolution of those situations and the cuts I had to make go into the music because basically, you know, the first thing I had to make a big decision on at a young age was how much I was going to continue with 
my lifestyle of just being affiliated with drugs, crime, violence, negative sure. shit. And my question on that, to, to interrupt you there, sorry, is, is you said you're wondering if it's a Surrey thing, but I'm wondering, like, where did these people come from? Is it like the local scene or is it like from school? Uh, I feel like it's just connections that you make. Yeah, man. Like, I don't think, I don't, I don't know that everybody from my communities yeah. like experience things the same way that I did, but I just feel like it's a natural gravitation of like the energy oh, you're I putting see. out and yeah. and the people that you're meeting and what, what you're gravitating towards and, sure. and what kind of energy you're allowing in your life and why though. Right. Because for example, like at a young age, I had a hard time. It wasn't as if I just went to school and that that was what I had to focus on. You know what I mean? Sure. Like yeah, yeah. Some some kids in my in my environment, I'm sure that that's how it was. But people like me, you know, I'm a, I'm a <clears throat> I'm not always been like a common person. And so when you look at me, you know, there's been a point in my life where I was an easy target for a lot of different <clears throat> negativity that people wanted to put out. For sure. And uh, I had to find a way to react to that. So at a point. I didn't choose that. But then I did emulate that in return. I didn't have to rise to that level and become the person. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I was put in a position where it was like, you're either going to grow to a point where you can react or... Or you're just going to keep recycling that bad energy out. uh, Just, man, I don't even know. I feel like because (laughs) when people bring violence to you, what do you do? You react violently. Uh, yeah, or what? I don't even know the other option because I didn't consider it at the For time. Sure. Yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? So it's yeah. like I actually genuinely still don't really know the, the answer to that. Ooh, like, wow. But I've just changed my environment to the point where I don't have to deal with that element because I've created protection for myself. That's kind of a privilege of how I've gone, gone about things and the position I've been able to put myself in, right? But... <sighs> For sure. You got to do that. You got to do everything in your power to execute your vision in life, right? So that's what I feel like I've done by bringing myself into a safer and like more uh, just just healthy environment, healthy way of being, healthy way of seeing the world. You know, it's, it's not easy to go from a point of being uh, just fucking literally needing to do substances to go about daily life and and being so angry and um, just uh, reckless. And it's not easy to go from being that to being like a healthy, constructive person who picks people up and supports the community and and does that kind of shit. So like, yeah, man, I think that there's been many transitions. And if it's it's cutting off the drugs, if it's cutting off the, the people, if it's cutting off the habits and shit, then that that's that's what goes into the music. That's what a lot of the tracks are inspired by, as a matter of fact. For sure, man. I got I got one question before we take a quick intermission here. Word. Uh, where so th- this perspective that you're coming from that uh, before the shift that kind of embodied a lot of anger and uh, just negativity and got you in all that trouble. You said you were saying you're kind of attracting uh, the bullshit your way. W- was there kind of like a point where that started, or had it kind of always been that way? In terms of what. The violence, in, term, in terms of yeah, the violence and just like being like, was that like from like a young age or was that from like as as early as you can remember that shit just was uh no not ideal no no when I was a young kid when I was a young kid I remember things being being different in a way because the things that I had to go through were different and uh, as my family went through things ourselves. And it changed the way we interacted and it, and it changed who was in my life and you go into different environments. I was not always an angry person. When I was a young kid, I was just a creative little happy kid. That's how everybody described me as a child. But then, you know, around the point of going into high school and different things happening in the family, like, you know, I don't, I I come from a broken home and everything like that. So at a young age, you see things and uh, behaviors that you emulate, which does uh, become negative, right? When you see negative things in in your life like that. And then um, 
it changes you in a way. And if you're not conscious and how that energy is affecting you, it's going to take you in a negative way. So those things started to affect me. You know what I mean? For sure. And it wasn't always, it wasn't always like that. No. And then it just, at that point though, when you lose control over a negative emotion like that, and you start to then be treated even worse, right? Because I had, I was, I was a different kid for sure. Yeah. Like you I'll get say identified that. in that role. Yeah, for sure. And then people just kind of point you out as a target. Exactly. And so uh, yeah. I had to deal with a lot of shit. I've had people approach me, try to hurt me, never even met me, you know, Damn, and that's yeah. just how it is. And I've seen my friends stab, you know, I've seen us get our ass kicked by the cops and shit. Like, I don't know if that's everybody's experience, but that changes you. And if you're not conscious mm. about what's happening and how you're reacting to it, then it's going to take you in a negative way. I wasn't always like that. So that's the answer to your question. No, I don't think it was always like that. That was a change. Fuck, that's, that's wild, man. And Thank I'm like coming that, back. I'm like coming back Word. to my true self as I, I become, that. as I become more safe and shit and yeah. just like healthy, right? In my life. I love that, man. But hey, listen, we'll take that quick break and we'll uh, get back to it in a moment, all right? Cool. Beauty. We're going to take a quick listen to Brimlow's track, Slow Down, featuring Ace. They've been asking since day one, Lolly, why you always like this? I'm just trying to tell them what's left, then I'm snapping on them with the right fist. Chainsaw when it's crunch time, hockey sticking out with skate lines. On the mic, I'm ripping heads off, I don't write wrongs, let me write rhymes. Always watching when I like this. I was wrong, but we the right kids I was taking things, trying to sell a dream They was reading my right shit Anger in me, that's frightening Snapping on them like lightning Selling out the window, playing that Nintendo Ducking these indictments Pull us over, yo, peel out Didn't even have a license Savage click and we heavy drinking My brain was always in crisis I wish that I had a message for kids But I can't make up for the shit that I did Want to move past it, I'm trying to live Yeah Cause they never will Like my great granny with Jews in the attic Cops at the door and I'm starting to panic Bro, I can manage Yes, I am a savage Trying to make up for the cards I was dealt I'll take a shot when you wait for the cubes to melt Slow down, no need to Slow down, creeping, I'm swerving Slow down, yes, I slow Kids, I walk through the fire Feel my desire I'm writing these verses With gasoline lighters Boom, now I'm lifted You should know that I'm gifted And I know I can, I'ma say I can They want it was down, now I'm giving damn Sipping out a can till I'm face down Just up and I kicked it I was just born different you can say that I'm kinda special I was not quite one thing So they say it's seeming like I'm kinda lesser Stupid people never learn a lesson Golden bottle that was in my dresser I just think I felt a ton of pressure Cause I'm trying to live up to see my full potential You don't wanna see me pissed off Coming at you like lift off I'm the breaker, leave you switched off And you ain't killing nothing like this, uh Picking up weight like a rig, son Feeling like shit, that's a big one I'm turned up, I'm switched on And ain't no telling what this kid's done I'm insane, scars still bleed, blood stains. Flashbacks on old days, getting top now with a top down button stomp down And I won't change what I don't remember On my own I don't see no contenders Standing still I leave you broken vendors I'm taking shots at you a goaltender Have me get drained, you better consent it Speaking my mind so fuck who's offended I rip up the beat, tools I'm inventive Whip on the scene, I body you ready Never get by me, I'm way too attentive Watching the throne, don't need an incentive What's up, everyone? And I'm back with Brimlow. Brimlow, how you doing, homie? What up, buddy? What up? I'm doing good. What about you? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. <laughs> Sitting low. Nice. Yeah, I was gonna say though, actually, in your uh, music video for since just since we're past it, uh, mm-hmm. in couple a couple drinks in, yeah. your two two dancers, your homies there. How'd you how'd you scoop those guys? Uh, well, Ace, 
who's the male dancer, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've done actually a couple things with him. So I know him from back in the day. And um, we didn't really know each other well, you know, back in the day. For sure. But um, I remember that for whatever reason, we just started connecting about music because he's always been a creative person and so have I. And um, I just remember at a point, we just started like sending projects back and forth for some reason. And like we, we had talked, like we were, we were, we were, we were cool, but like we just didn't know each other super well back in the day. But anyway, as we got older, right, we started throwing projects back and forth and meeting and kind of going over music and like just talking shit and like kind of being bros and whatnot. And uh, he's, he's always been into dancing. And so like I've gotten him on like tracks, for example, recording audio because he's, yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't. So I'll explain that then too. Right. Cause he's got an amazing vocal and he's also an artist himself. He records, he's, he's an actor. He records, he, you know what I mean? He does a range of things, dances and whatever. Right. So he's in your other music video too, for slow down as a feature, right? Uh, am I wrong there? Slow down featuring ACE. Yes. That's exactly what I'm saying. I didn't put the two together. Okay. Beauty. Yeah. 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 So I mean, it makes sense that you wouldn't, right? Because uh, you'd have to look into the like into the, the detailed the credits, credits to yeah. see that he was like the name of the dancer, and then also in these other projects and whatnot. Like, yeah, no, no. But um, he was the dancer. Yeah, that's funny. I guess that's kind of like a foreshadow. A right? little like, bit. Yeah. See him in the video, and then it's like, oh man, yeah, he's actually he's in, the in. He's in like yeah. the, the main track off of Welcome to the Soft Side too. Yeah. So he's yeah. the vocal in that track. Actually, if you hear it at the end. He has an amazing voice, man. Like he, For sure, he's man. very it's talented in terms of like writing, recording anyway. So working with him has been dope. And uh, that the couple drinks in, that's how I got in touch with him is just knowing him from around the way kind of thing. And like, just uh, then I was like, one day I was like, I know you, you're into dancing and I know you know how to do all this. I was like, you want to get somebody and you can be in the video. This is the idea. And he was like, yeah, tell me when. And we just showed up. He had everything ready. I had everything ready on my end. We just recorded it, you know, got what we needed to get. And then that was the music video. Dope. And who's, who's Brett, who I'm assuming is the female? Yeah, yeah, that's his connection. Oh, I actually gotcha. don't know her too well, Dope. but she did an amazing job. I was stoked on everything that they did. The entire you know? project was super cool, man, especially for one of your earlier releases. Who's, uh, how'd you scoop up uh, Seven On It Productions as well to do the directing? Um, I actually just met him from around the way, you know. I think that was uh, just something that, you know, social media is good for that. I think that's how I also met DJ 150. But I met a lot of people that I know just in in the city and, and okay, in yeah. doing things is like you just meet people on social media when you put something out and they like it and you put it around in as many hands as you can. And then, you know, people just like see what you're doing. You see what they're doing. And uh, yeah, see where you can overlap. Seven on it. I, 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 I love that dude, man. Like he, he's, he's amazing at what he does and he's got, he, he's, he's evolving quick as well. So I just, you know what, I'm pretty particular about who I, who I want to work with and, and how I go about it and everything like that. And I think that those have been wise decisions to me, in my opinion. I agree, man. It just, it showed a level of quality for sure, from my perspective, at least. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, you got a different director for your next video or or going back to I Ain't Shit, you got uh, Dale Andrew and I don't want to butcher the last name, but it's probably Via Juan. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. How'd you, how'd you find that guy? No, he's, he's seven on it, man. Oh, that's seven on it. It's the, okay. Yeah, he's the owner actually. He's the owner. So he's the main guy. And, um, I linked up with him just at the right time. That that's actually the reason why I started dropping shit as in the way I did. Like that's the thing about that hooligan is to me, I'm the kind of person that believes in, uh, like if it's meant to happen, it's going to come, it's going to come in front of you. It's going to become available to you in, in natural timing. Right. So making music, I didn't have the connections to like put things on iTunes and, uh, get music videos made and so I didn't do that and then when I got those connections these guys are like yo we're ready to do this I'm like all right, dude, like, let's make a major, let's make like a serious project. And you make, you know, I made that EP. I made a music video. Uh, I put out, cause the thing is, this is the funny thing. I actually made 
I actually made couple drinks in before I made I Ain't Shit and That Hooligan. But I put it out afterward because That Hooligan was the beginning of the, um, you know what I mean? You remember what I was saying? Like, shit was crazy at a particular point. And like, for sure, for sure. It was like early inspiration went into that. And then it progressed into couple drinks in. And then it progresses into Welcome to the Soft Side. Now it's clear as ice, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, but yeah, Uh, what was your question? I actually forgot it now. <laughs> ah, fuck, I don't remember. It was, it was going back to uh, the the director, but we'll we'll go. Uh, oh yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. A different direction though for a sec. Sure. Uh, picks of who I love, just because I feel oh. like it's related to uh, what you were talking about before we took a break and some of the shit mm-hmm. that you've gone through. Mm-hmm. And, and so I was just curious about curious about elaborating on that because you did re-release it again on your most recent project, Clear as Ice. Um, when I wrote that track, that was man. That track was really. I didn't even know if I was going to put it out because I just feel like I don't know if I could really do that subject matter justice. Like there's certain things that I've even written tracks about that I wouldn't even put out because some things are just so heavy that like you can't, um, you can't, you can't embody it. Some things are just too, too big to put in words. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You just can't do it proper justice. So sometimes you try to take on too much in a song and it just doesn't come out in a way that makes sense. But anyway, um, uh, say it again one more time i was just wondering uh just to dig into the song a little bit the inspiration behind it and uh, oh yeah picks of who i love so yeah yeah i remember writing that song and it was um you know like well just because before the break you were talking about yeah so stuff like that oh yeah man so you know like basically um so if you if you go to Welcome to the Soft Side, there's some tracks on there that, in my opinion, aren't the best songs on the album. But so I think they're less played, but they tell a bit more of the story. You know what I mean? And sometimes things don't come out pretty, and so they don't get listened to as much. Okay. But that's the kind of thing is that when you listen to songs like Down and Baby Johnny and shit like that, like... I think that you get a fuller picture of, so at that time I had, I'm not going to dive into detail about any particular person because I'm not going to sure. do that to the people who I would be talking about. Of but, course. Um, I had multiple people in my life either end their own life or try to or overdose, you know what I mean? And um that was just, it was in quick succession. I had several losses and just incidents like that. And it was, it was particularly heavy at the time. It, it really fucked me up, to be honest. Yeah. Was this before the angrier times or like during or after? <laughs> Sorry, I'm referring that, no, to no, the that, angrier times. I don't know what better way to put it. That, that. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like I'm in a counseling room right now. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like a kid. I'm like a kid in grade three, and like I've been sent to the yet. counselor's office, man. Yeah. Was that like the angrier times? <laughs> <laughs> Was it though? No, nah, I'm fucking with you. Um, no, fucking me. So, um, no, no. I mean, we we went through things like that at a young age. I'm actually shocked we didn't lose more people when I was younger, but. No, that that was particularly written based on things that happened for me. I think it was must have been I don't know, 2016's not right. It must have been 2018, 2019. But yeah, man, it was uh that was a crazy time. There was a lot of things that had come into my it's just you know, the thing is that um, basically coming from a particular environment, it's not as if the people who are in your life, they just disappear once you get healthy, right? They keep doing what they're doing. They keep living their life. And then they come back into your life at times. And, you know, you you try to let people be around you and it brings certain influences into your life. And, and then things happen and you go through things because of the people you're connected to, right? Sometimes like, dude, you know. Sometimes I, I, sometimes I just think about it and it trips me out. For sure, man. That's wild. And then you put it in a track and you get to hear about it too. Yeah. I wish I could be more specific in like what I'm saying now and like in the tracks and shit, but I'm the kind of person who I'm not going to tell in a particular way that's going to like, you know, I'm not going to put somebody's name in a track or anything like that. Well, well, on that note, actually, though, Baby Johnny, I was wondering, just because I didn't know your name initially, I was wondering if your name was Johnny, but now I'm curious. 
voice into the into this track since, <laughs> since the name is in the title if it's just like a character or something or yeah you could say that's an alias i guess an alias okay interesting because it is and that's why i initially asked you about the duality and creating like a character in your uh in your right. music but because that's what it sounds like this is explicitly the song i was deriving that from so yeah that's fair it's it's a pretty uh explicit track man about uh detailing certain histories in your life i guess yeah i mean okay so the thing about that is that that track is written you know that that i feel like that track is just to be clear in regard to you early, sure. earlier asking if i write everything about my personal life so that yeah. track is written in in a, in a viewer's perspective and that's something that i've been um like that i i mean i grew up in an environment where a lot of me and my peers and the people that i was close to went through really hard shit man for sure and i witnessed a lot of things that i think a lot of grown people struggle to make come to terms with at a young age and that makes you grow up fast in your head and um i think that like that that's what that story is about so baby johnny is really just about some of my peers and the way that you know people just the way we had to, to come up and and try to like be each other's community and shit like that like yeah for sure it's yeah, I mean that 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 song is very interesting in terms of like the inspiration and and the meaning behind it because it's just like there are layers to it because you oh, hear the story sure, and it's like a story about Johnny and like yeah he's going through some shit and like his parents are Johnny's fucked up and like life. guess who's yeah. guess who's not making it easier for him you know everybody yeah and then it's like there's also more to that like why and shit like that and that's kind of what I'm trying to like get at for sure I think it it, it gets at it really well especially because of the title of the project as a whole welcome to the soft side when you think of it from that perspective it's easy to kind of see the perspective you're going with for that track or easier i shouldn't say easy because i still had questions yeah uh, but when did you title this project was it uh did you have the title in mind uh before you completed all the tracks or did welcome it come to the after? soft side yeah i know it, it's yeah. the title of one of the tracks but yeah so did, did you base the entire project around that title um it's not okay so i'm based the whole concept around like so basically the way i actually did welcome to the soft side was was a storyboard album so it was the concept and then i had to come up with um the scenes right i tried to make that album like a movie and i wrote it with with different inspiration from different points in my life leading up from one point to the next in the story of what was happening and shit so I took actually this is this is 100% legit. I took a huge um like a fold out cardboard thing and I like laid out a whole storyboard and I wrote no it way. like like a storyboard. Yeah. And uh and then I titled that Welcome to the Soft Side because the the concept of that album is I was going from being that hooligan who was just a reckless fucking character, really. Yeah. And then Dang I'm you. coming I'm showing you the the soft side like like if if, if I could welcome you to this city <laughs> you know like welcome welcome yeah. welcome to the rest of it to the other side yeah I right. see what you're saying I see like, you're saying because that hooligan was just pretty rigid it was like it was like fuck you this is just how I am and then welcome to the soft side was like you know what I'm gonna let you know a little bit about why I'm a hoodlum is it also kind of welcoming yourself to the soft side <laughs> that's trippy maybe <laughs> because <laughs> yeah maybe right because at that point when i'm writing that that's after i had made that progression to be like i got to take care of myself and you know i you cut out different unhealthy habits and shit that Fuck. that were really hard that's a hard transition to go through it changes you as a character and then you have a different perspective on what you're writing and why dude that's trippy does your do you still have that uh cardboard layout you were talking about where you which you wrote the storyboard on no no oh. i scrapped it once the album was done did you take any pictures of it or do you have do you remember it at all i did take pictures of it because that's a big part of how i just make anything i gotta take yeah. photos because i'm not a very i'm i'm uh i've got like a problem with reading and like in it just reading and all that that's not the best way for me to remember things so i take photos and like i align storyboards and shit like that i don't yeah, just write words right person. yeah exactly so um I took photos, yeah, but I don't think I have them anymore. You know, it's Fair. like for me, the behind the scenes, once once you see the show, I just I burn it. 
I see what you're saying. It all led up to this moment. And now it's yeah, done. And now it's out there and this is what it is. Well, I, I'd be I'd be willing to bet that because Welcome to the Soft Side is kind of, it's got that two points of it's like showing other people, but also coming into it yourself that it almost like kind of like you're writing it as it's happening sort of, but you're yeah. also writing from the perspective of what's already happened that maybe yeah. some of it is like prophetic, you know? What does that word mean? Prophetic? Like it's, it's like predicting of uh, the future or like maybe even some current mm. times since this is a, a release from two years ago, you know? Yeah. Well, maybe. In a way, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I believe in that too, actually, to be honest with you, I'm actually the kind of person that believes in like, you have a path in life and yeah. you have a, you have a potential. Like, and you were saying you draw things towards you earlier. So this is like what you're drawing. Yeah. So at a point you got to write your own prophecy. Exactly. Because if, if, if that is your destiny, if that's how you want to say it, then you have to put that into action. You have to put that into character. You have to embody that. You have to manifest the character of who you, who you are your highest potential word that's actually some shit that i wrote in the track slow down which is one of my favorite tracks i ever released and um yeah yeah you released it before you released the uh wait did you release the music video before the project or what was the timeline yeah. there yeah yeah there you go. I released the single. Uh, I released Slow Down as a single, as a music video. And then a month after that, I released Welcome to the Soft Side. Yeah. Got you. Just because we're running uh, we're running into overtime here, we'll we'll go into your next project there. But actually, in 2019, you didn't, doesn't seem like you released very much at all. Uh, is that because you were in preparation for your 2020 release of Clear as Ice? Uh, no, not entirely. Not entirely? I mean, the thing is that as an artist i just make shit like i create things just constantly i don't know why i don't know why other people don't i just do it i just make the habit it wasn't like i was preparing for clear as ice i had no conscious vision of what i was gonna do next because like picks of who i love it embodies the reason why really that i just had to get different things together and shit priority in my life and like i, I was making i was making the, i was i was crafting but i wasn't uh i wasn't focusing on what i was going to put out next and then that's when i put out clear as ice is after i had you know worked on a bunch of things and i was like you know what like this is the next stage in how things are going and like put that down in a project and then i i didn't storyboard it like welcome to the soft side i wrote it in a different way but i i actually like the artistic outcome of clear as ice better than i like welcome to the soft side but welcome to the soft side has some tracks in it that i i fucking love interesting man but then clear as ice took more of like a natural formation and organic kind of flow through mm-hmm. yeah because when i made welcome to the soft side as well i was like working you know i was working with dj 151 and like that was all dope we had our setup going but it was just like we almost had a routine where i was like coming in and just throwing throwing the tracks down and um i feel like a couple of the songs like down that we were talking about earlier i could have done a couple things to maybe tweak the outcome of those tracks but i was just so invested in 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 doing the track and everything like that that i think clear as ice has better like perfection air man and clear as ice is definitely you stepping into your uh your artistry a bit more and uh, maybe more embodying that soft side. But it, I, I don't want to use soft side in that in the perspective, but the that perception that you've kind of abandoned and now come into, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. I think I said that really shittily, but... Anyways, we're, we're, we're popping into overtime here. Is there anything you want to say as you, uh, or, or just as the sign off and just uh, let off on to anybody who's listening? Yeah, sure, man. I guess anybody who's listening, I guess, you know, the main point of everything that we're talking about, everything that I'm creating in the music and shit is just all about the fact that in life, I just have to be myself. Like you just have to be yourself. Just if you got to create, just create, do what you love. And, you know, you got to be honest with yourself about who you are and your potential and just enjoy what you're doing and do what do what you can to enjoy as much in your life as you can and like that's why i make music so perfect i think that's uh how i would wrap it up (laughs) yeah awesome man thank you so much and thank you for your time brimlow i really appreciate it it's been great yeah man i appreciate you having me on and uh you know i i really appreciate the way you do the way you do what you do and uh i'm really stoked to hear this when it comes out yeah dude i'll keep you posted all right thank (laughs) you again so much man i'll i'll chat with you later yeah you too man for sure thank you brother peace yeah 
I hope you enjoyed that interview with Brimlow. I know I sure as hell enjoyed doing it. Up next, we've got a track titled Clear uh, by Brimlow. If you want to learn some more about him as well, head on to www.reevolvemedia.com forward slash Brimlow. And here's Clear. I just wanna be clear I don't wanna do the same shit That is not why I'm here I just wanna be me I just wanna be clear I don't wanna do that pop shit That is not why I'm here On a vibe that you might never know What I've been is something secret bro Got an album with no features on it And I'm busting out the speakers so And I'm drinking from the bottle with it Baby hook me up a sweet pour I'm just taking what I wanted Then I gotta leave him with the closed door <laughs> Then I'm coming back Cut the beat out like a heart attack I'm just slapping this new shit They've been saying something wrong with that Wanna tell him something wrong with him Cause the city's weak and I've been speaking facts Could've done it like a slaughter track Just to kill him with the cardiac I just gotta be different I just wanna be clear I don't wanna do the same shit That is not why I'm here I just wanna be me I just wanna be clear I don't wanna do that pop shit That is not why I'm here Hit the bass, it always bring them back I got a couple problems I ain't speaking on How they do it, I was done with that And if you're different too, you can sing along I just wanna be the truest version I can hold the city till the speakers blow Made it out with just a couple scars I was young and dumb, but now I'm solid stone They told me to go berserk with it Me and me, my dessert with it Potato sides with the steak there Terra missing with the works in it I just wanna be different I just wanna be clear I don't wanna do the same shit That is not why I'm here I just wanna be me I just wanna be clear I don't wanna do that pop shit That is not why I'm here I just gotta be me I just wanna be clear I don't wanna do the same shit That is not why I'm here I just wanna be me I just wanna be clear I don't wanna do that pop shit That is not why I'm here